السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the most profound of speeches the most profound and the most beneficial of speeches and it regarding and concerning humankind and indeed O servants of Allah it is important that we frequently reflect upon and contemplate upon the advices of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Indeed, his advices are important for the rectification of our lives, for setting the correct objectives and before us for remaining upon the correct path, the straight path, and achieving and attaining the great rewards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when we hear, we learn, and we learn, and regarding the admonitions and the advices of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we need to have great interest we need to open our hearts we need to have a mindset that we are here i need to hear and obey the messenger of allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and that we are here to take from him to take from his sunnah and we need to hold his advices and his admonitions hold them very important and place them high up in our lives and not that we have the mentality 
that what we think is might be better for our lives or what so and so thinks is better than this advice so indeed we need to have the correct any methodology any concerning the words and statements of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and what we will go through today is a hadith a hadith which contains three important advices from the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and these three advices are, are important for every single muslim and it is important for our daily lives because these three advices need to be applied and daily things that we need to ponder about daily and make sure that we are not diverting any away from them because if you divert then that will lead you to harm and evil and misguidance the hadith that we are or will discuss is the hadith of abi ayyub al-ansari radiyallahu anhu that he said anna rajulan jaa ila an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wasallam faqal that a man he came to the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and said and he answered to the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam izni wa admonish me but make it concise meaning make it short meaningful make it short and meaningful and in another narration it mentioned that that man said allimni wa teach me but make it concise make it short make it meaningful make it profound then the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said and if aqal idha kumta ila salatik fasalli salata muwaddi' wa la takallam bi kalamin ta'tadhiru minhu ghada wa ajmi' al-yas mimma fi yadi nas and if yadi al-nas so he the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to this man three important advice three important reflections which is suitable for every single muslim throughout their daily and lives so he said sallallahu alayhi wasallam when you stand for your prayer meaning when you stand to pray when you stand to pray every single salah then pray as if you are saying farewell pray as if it is your last prayer pray as if it is your last salah that you are praying on the face of this earth then he said and do not say anything meaning refrain from saying anything meaning today for which you must apologize for tomorrow and then he said and abandon the desire to acquire what other people have 
and abandoned to desire and the desire to acquire what other people have and this hadith has been collected by Ibn Majah and likewise it is found in Muslim Imam Ahmad and declared authentic a hadith which is sahih created authentic by Shaykh Al-Albani Rahimullah Ta'ala so this hadith brothers and sisters contains very important advices from the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam three important advices that if you reflect upon it you will see that if a person abides by them that many of the mashakil many of the affairs afflicting or coming from the muslims regarding harming one another and it will be reduced inshallah a lot of the mashakil and it will be will be not present or decreased by a great number the first advice is an advice and regarding salah and what is salah what is the importance of our salah the first or the second and the highest second highest pillar of al-islam after the shahada after the testification that there is no deity worthy of worship except allah and that muhammad is the messenger of allah that salah which we are commanded to pray five times a day five times a day that salah which is mentioned in the quran that it protects and it prevents a person from evil of its different types that salah that is your connection and your reminder of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the day indeed brothers and sisters that salah is azim salah is great and it is and should be one of your greatest priorities throughout the day should be one of your greatest priorities throughout the day and that you should perform it correctly to the best of your ability to the best and of your ability indeed brothers and sisters a lot of us are deficient regarding this affair of our salah we do not learn to ensure that we are praying correctly and then throughout the day our salah is not a priority but our salah and if a lot of the people they pray it just to get it out of the way that is the mindset with a lot of the people to pray quickly to get it out of the way and when they pray it their mind is busy with other things of the dunya and allah knows best what they gain and from it at the end they see salah as just something to quickly get out of the way because they've got more important things they've got more important things 
to do. So therefore, when they stand in the salah, the khushur, the concentration, concentration is very low. Their submission is very low. Them humbling themselves before Allah is very low. Rather, their minds are preoccupied and the movements are made in a way in which a lot of the times there are mistakes. Things are missed. So indeed, brothers and sisters, we need to pay attention and in regarding our salah. Our salah is very important for us to pray five times a day but with focus, with concentration and the correct manner which in accordance to the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Now he, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said when you stand to pray pray as if <coughs> it is your farewell prayer meaning prayer as if it is your last salah your last and his salah that you pray on the face of this earth if this advice is profound brothers and sisters the way we should and it be regarding our salah when we are standing to pray in our preparation for this salah because indeed when a person is mindful that they are going to pray the last salah or it might be the last salah what happens is that person examines and inspects their own self and he better their speech and he and their actions and their focus is better and he regarding perfecting that salah that they are going to pray when that person is in a state of mind that it is their last chance their last good deed you will find that it is more profound you will find that they haste not they haste any they ensure that they are focusing and doing it the correct way which will bring them reward the way that is to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that state of mind is important because indeed a person who is doing an action being the last time is not like a person who is doing an action and hoping that he has a lot more time like the traveler and there's a traveler who's embarking upon a travel and he has no hope to return he has no hope to return you find his state is so different from a different traveler another person who is traveling with all the hope of coming back of coming back so therefore brothers and sisters as the scholars have said that a person needs to be mindful at the point of their salah that they focus 
that they ensure that they are doing the actions correctly that they are saying and the for example the recitation of surah al-fatiha and all of the other statements and speech in our salah they ensure that they are saying it correctly and that and it will lead to the salah being accepted and it will lead to that person have benefited from that salah prevented that person from fahsha and munkar evil in all of its forms so indeed brothers and sisters our salah should be one of our greatest priorities throughout the day not something that we are doing just to get it out of the way so that we can move on to other better things or more important things yes indeed we need to work there are other things throughout the day that we need to do but when you stand in your salah free your mind of the dunya and ensure that you are focused and you are humbled and you are lowering yourself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are focusing on that salah and the second advice of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is an advice regarding safeguarding your tongue meaning to restrain it and to protect others from it and likewise to protect your own self from it because it is you who will bear the consequences and he of it and here the meaning of this is be very careful brothers and sisters regarding what you say regarding what you say for example about others be very careful if there is a fair an affair that you are doubtful in that do not utter it do, you, do not spread it because you will be and if it's a lie if it's backbiting tail carrying then you'll be participating in sin in spreading falsehood and other than that This is very important because a lot of the times uh, you find that the people they are easy to backbite, easy to speak about others in affairs that it does not concern them at all. And regarding backbiting, we find the Prophet ﷺ when he was asked regarding backbiting and he said, that backbiting is that you mention something about your brother <coughs> that he dislikes that he dislikes and to Uthaymin, he mentions he says meaning in his absence that you mention something about your brother about a person in his absence in his absence you mention something about him to another person that would he would dislike and hate for that particular thing to be mentioned and in regarding him and the shaykh mentioned that if you say something in front of him that he dislikes that he hates then that is an insult 
That is an insult. If you say it in his absence, then that is backbiting. Then in that same hadith, the companion asked the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what if what I say about my brother is true? Meaning, if what I say about him is true, is it still backbiting? Then the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, if what you say about him is true, then it's backbiting. And if it's not true, then it is slander and lying. And Sheikh Salim Uthaymin, he mentions that if what you say about your brother in his absence about him is true, and he dislike, would have disliked for that to be said about him, then you have only committed backbiting. But if what you say about him is a lie, then that is far greater, far worse, because you have combined between backbiting in that situation and lying. Backbiting and lying. So we need to be aware and we need, I need to be mindful of this. And another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said to Mu'adh, whilst holding his tongue, the Prophet ﷺ held his tongue and said to Mu'adh, Kuf alayka hadha. Restrain yourself from this. And he restrained yourself and he from this. And he said, O Messenger of Allah, are we accountable for that which we say? Are we accountable for that which we say, our speech? Are we accountable for that? <coughs> and the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in this hadith, What else will turn the people on their faces and all on their nostrils when they are thrown in the hellfire except because of what their tongues acquired? Except because of what? Their tongues are quiet. And because of the reason, the result of what they said, they will be thrown on their faces and thrown into the hellfire. Indeed, brothers and sisters, it is not a, an easy matter. It is not an easy matter. First and foremost, advise yourselves. And secondly, if somebody else comes to you with a speech, that is backbiting or tail carrying a speech that is haram. Then advise him and stay away and he from spreading speech very easily. And Imam Shafi he said, if someone intends to speak, then it is upon him to contemplate about his speech before he speaks. And if he finds it to be good, then let him speak it. But if he is doubtful, but if he is doubtful, and he meaning he's not sure, is it something that is good to say, or something that is incorrect, he's not sure, then he says, then he shall not say it until it becomes clear to him that it is good. That it is, and he good. <coughs> And likewise, we have the Prophet ﷺ said, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir 
فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لِيَصْمُتْ Whosoever believes in Allah and the last day, meaning your meeting before Allah Azza wa Jal, then let him speak good or he shall remain silent. He shall and he remain silent. وَأَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَمْ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد and the third advice of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم is an advice regarding being satisfied and content with what you have being satisfied and content with what you have and to attach your heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone not to attach your heart to the possessions of others that you are jealous <coughs> that you prefer to have it rather than them so this advice brothers and sisters Another advice which is very important for our daily lives. That you are satisfied with whatever you have. However much you have or however little you have. Be satisfied for the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise be satisfied with what your brother or your sister has. What they have be satisfied and be happy for them. For the blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed and he upon them. Do not have or do not be jealous and want them to be without what they have, but rather you want yourself to have it. As in the Quran, we seek protection from the evil of the envier when he envies from hasad. Here we are commanded to seek protection. And from this, we're reading the Quran, brothers and sisters, and all the people. They neglect this. They read it, but they are the ones doing it the most. Be satisfied. Because indeed, Allah is sufficient and He for you. Is Allah not sufficient? And for his servant, for his slave. And whosoever have their tawakkul, their reliance upon Allah, then that will be sufficient and for them. That will be sufficient for them. There is no need for anybody to take the possession of others without right. There is no need for you to be jealous about what your brother has and you want it for your own self and you want them to be without there is no need for that because that only harms you harms you and of course it can harm others as well and in regarding Ain 
and hasad and stealing from others because you want to have it rather than them. Be satisfied, brothers and sisters, and ponder over these three advices of the Prophet wasallam that is very important for every single Muslim. And that is the first, when you stand to pray, pray as if it is your last salah. Pray as if it is your last salah. Pray as if, brothers and sisters, your life will end after this salah. And you are going to depart from this dunya and move on to the next life. And the second advice, be very careful and restrain your tongues from saying things that you need to ap apologize for. And the scholars have said in two ways, either you need to apologize to the people tomorrow regarding what you said about them, or and before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where you will be and he judged. And the third advice of the Prophet in this hadith, I need to be satisfied what you have and not want to take what others have. Okay, leave off the desire of possessing or having what other others own, what others possess. And as I've said, these three advices are very important in our daily lives. And if a person abides by them, you will find that all of the mashakil are resolved. The first one, purification of the soul, and the person prays, prevents him from sin. Second one, prevents a person harming others with their tongue. Backbiting, tail carrying, and insults. And last one, protecting any, your heart and having that tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being satisfied with what you have and protecting yourself from that evil hasad, that evil envy from desiring of what others have. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in righteous actions.